Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, it's good to be back in the studio with you. I had a week off. It, yeah. Did you enjoy your, your vacation? Of course. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Good, good. Well, Waming uh, stepped into the podcast role and we... We had a bit of fun together, so uh, yeah, and he figured out how to do all the tech stuff, uh, but uh, yeah, good to have you back. Glad you had a good week, and we're we're diving into a new season of sorts. We're in September now, and kids are going to school. <laughs> uh, school <laughs> is happening, and I, 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 I'm not trying to make light of it at all. I mean, we are do, our districts are doing their best to to have school and um you know wherever you're listening to this i don't know but in our area garfield palouse our our middle school and high school is doing online right now and next week our elementary school will be uh, going in person uh, and so that's exciting but uh challenging because there's been a lot of changes and moving pieces to say the least and and yet some anxiety and and uh over COVID-19 and just how to do all this. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. lots of prayers for parents and kids and, and teachers and administrators as they navigate uh, the new Even school year, drivers. but yeah. uh, bus drivers too. Yeah. And just trying to figure out our way forward and work together. And I, I you know, uh, we were talking about gratefulness off, off camera earlier. Uh, I just think there's a lot to be grateful for, right? We still have, a wonderful school system. Uh, we still have so many blessings in this country. Uh, and um, it's really easy to get down on things or get divisive right now. And I think uh, we should look at uh, our blessings and be thankful. Um, and yeah, so schools in session, be thankful, be praying for everyone involved, whatever their decision is. Uh, and praying that it goes as good as possible. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, no, I'm, I, uh, you know, I, we had a couple of, a uh, couple of evenings of orientation uh, earlier this week and both uh, with, with Ainsley for the high school and they were, they were great. It was great to meet the teachers online. I, uh, I think they've got a good plan in place. I'm looking forward to uh, what's going to happen this year. And I, I know it's going to be a little bit different, uh, but I think it provides some uh, opportunities for creativity too. So I'm mm -hmm. curious to see what that looks like as we go forward. And yeah, uh, we had a call last night with Matt Zook, our, uh, our music music teacher yeah. and choir teacher and talking about band and, and uh, heard about their plans for how they're going to do things. And I, I'm excited about that. And I know it's going to be a learning experience, but, uh, they're going to try to do the best that they can given the circumstances and still teach kids. And so I think it's going to be good. Um, yeah, I think it'd be great. And just, you know, we taking an attitude like that of prayer and uh, wanting the best and being wanting to be a good parent and community partner. I think that's what we need to do. Uh, and, you know, we're going to have an opportunity this Sunday that we haven't done before of just praying together. Oh, um, cool. So we're going to do it on, on zoom. 
after each of the uh, online services, so immediately following the end of nine o'clock and 11 o'clock, which we don't do the worship services on Zoom, we do the worship services on Facebook and YouTube, right? But, um, but there will be, if you're interested, we will be sending you directly uh, a Zoom link. And then right after the meeting, you can click that Zoom link and whatever you use, computer, um, tablet, phone, and it'll take you to a room where there'll be other folks. I'll be in there and we'll, it'll be live. It's, and we'll um, have a time of prayer and just checking in with each other. So uh, if you're interested in that, um, yeah, just be part of the worship Sunday and you be able to tell the greeter online that you're interested in it and you'll get the link and you'll be able to go and join us for prayer afterwards. This is definitely a time to be praying, praying for our schools and other uh, groups locally, uh, our universities, right? Need it. Yeah. Our leaders, our families. Um, so we, we want to really be doing that as a church together. So cool. That's coming up. Uh, what else, Tim? What else is coming up? Uh, School. Gosh. Uh, well, prayer we have, time. You know, this Sunday is the first Sunday of September. Well, that's right. That means that uh, we'll be having communion as a, a church family. Uh, and so if you're, you're out there online on Facebook or YouTube, uh, make sure you get your things ready, your uh, juice and your bread and have that at home so that when we get to that part of our worship service, you can participate with us. Uh, but there's going to be a new element to communion uh, this Sunday. Um, here at the church, for those who are interested, do you want to talk a little bit about what that's going to look like? Well, we're still going to just have bread and juice. Right, right. right? Yeah. <laughs> not meat. No, no, no elements no. that way. That's not what you meant. Um, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to do it outside out front of the church. Um, so I, I think what we've been doing, I've been gone for the summer, right? But delivering it to people wherever the, but we're going to have people socially distant in line come in front of uh the church sanctuary um you know outside and we'll have a table set up and we've we've prepared an idea where everything will be safe and sanitary um uh, and i'll give the the words and the prayer and then people can one at a time uh, come forward and receive their elements and uh, participate in communion uh, and not do it, you know, separately. So uh, that, that hopefully is just, it's just one small step where we as leadership are looking for these kind of small steps, right? These small wins forward. And you've been working on this stuff all summer um, with the reopening team and the church board and I just applaud you guys for what you're doing. And we're just continuing to, to look for ways that, the church can do what we're called to do by God to worship together and, and grow and serve and share. And so it's not dramatically different, we, we, but it, I think it's symbolically important. And I know not everybody's going to come racing to the church parking lot to have communion uh, together. Some folks don't want to do that. I, we totally get that. Right. Um, and we, we want to be cautious about how we do it. Uh, so, um, yeah, but if you want to, and if that would encourage you, you can, you can come, I'll be wearing a mask as I do it. 
you know, just so you know. And um, yeah, anything else we should say about that? It's after both services. We don't get a lot of live attendance for the 11 o'clock outside. Almost everybody who participates in 11 o'clock is at home, but you are welcome. We'll be ready for you uh, to have communion at either either service. So um, at, at, it'll be right at the end of the service after the sermon and everything. Yeah. So yeah, make plans if you want to participate in that to, to head on over. And if you have any questions, you can give us a call here at the church office and talk to Corey or I, and we'll try to straighten it out for you. <laughs> yeah. Best as we can. So uh, yeah. So good. Good. Um, well, I think that's, all of our announcement things we had talked about discussing. Okay. We want to talk about the scripture this week, of course. Do you? Yeah. Before we do that, do you have any any jokes or anything? We had a request last week from from a significant listener that we need more jokes. Requested more jokes. Yeah. How about this, Tim? Uh, what do you call an apology? That's written in dots and dashes. Dots and dashes. Uh, remorse code. Oh. <laughs> uh, remorse code. I like that. That's remorse code. Yeah. Yeah. Do you got? Do, do you have one? Oh, let's see. Let's see. I I I, I did pull some up here. Uh, I'm not sure if they're any good. Um, since school started today, how about a math a math joke? Those oh, are math jokes are good. Yeah. Always winners. <laughs> so, did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? No. Yeah, he'll stop at nothing to avoid them. Stop at nothing to avoid them. Got it. That's really good. That's, I'm going to tell my brother that joke. He'll stop yeah. at nothing. Yeah. 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 That's good, Tim. Your joke wins, everybody. I think you agree. If you if you think my joke won, I don't. I disagree. Your, your joke was better today. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to do better for, for your mom. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you've got a joke out there, you can always list it in the comment line. If it's appropriate, please. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is a fam- podcast. It's a family show here. Uh, yeah. So feel free to share jokes or if you know how to get a hold of us, you can message or email. We'd love to have some better material. I need to get up my game for when bus driving starts, Tim. Um, yeah to tell jokes to the yeah, kids so. practicing at all uh, no i'm i'm really out of practice we haven't, so. yeah and we don't have cross cross country this season and usually i i kind of gear up for the cross country kids i tell them a joke or two a day at practice and uh, i don't have that motivation right now you know we're not practicing and uh it's you know it's kind of to torture them a little bit you know but uh, they they grow to love it i believe yeah yeah i'm sure uh, that's that's I've never asked them their opinion, but <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, you know, as we come to the gospel of John, one thing I want us to think about, we're, we're in John, the gospel, fourth book in the New Testament, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, is we really want to be focusing on this. I know it was, that was a big emphasis in my first sermon. If you watched it, uh, I, and I was serious about that. I'm still going to keep saying that, uh, we want to be focusing on the Gospel of John. Right now, there's huge temptations to have all, all other kinds of inputs be your main focus, whether it's the news, political news about the election, COVID-19, 
maybe you're really excited about the you, you know for your finance taking off with the stock market and everything. Uh, I, I don't know, but what I do know is we can't let the main thing, our relationship with God, become secondary, and so yeah. we need to have the good news be our main lens. And what I what I've been seeing a lot in this season, Tim, I saw it on my sabbatical. Uh, I see the temptation in myself uh, is to take secondary things or thing that things that aren't of primary importance, uh, whether it's our money or whether it's anxieties, whether it's politics, whether it's fear, whatever it is. And then we pick that lens up in the morning and we kind of view everything through that oh, yeah. in the coming day, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. And That's so okay. everybody like uh, right now, everybody's seen a lot of things through politics, let's say nationally. Um, and kind of making judgments about people uh, one way or another based on the political lens they pick up. And sometimes even reading the scripture without realizing that they're reading it uh, through a political lens, whether that's Republican or Democrat. And it's not that politics are wrong, but we should, we should be picking up uh, the word of God and letting it it teach us and guide us and then through through learning about who god is and who god says we are then we we look at the other stuff right we look at the news we say okay what view should i have and i think it's really easy as a human being to get it the other way around so i want to encourage you i'm serious be in the good news according to john be reading it daily i am doing this with several of you uh, through the Bible app, I'm on a few John reading plans. It's kind of weird because I've got them lined up in my Bible app and I'm reading, I'm in different places in John with different people, which is just fine. Tina and I are doing one together as a couple. Uh, and there's other folks, there's a guys group that I'm doing with that actually has guys from around the world that are reading through the gospel of John. You don't have to use the Bible app to do it. You can just do it yourself, pick up a Bible, go to John read you know uh and and read and think and and ask these questions who uh is jesus according to what i just read in the gospel of john what is it saying about jesus who is jesus and then ask that second question okay am i really believing that for my life it says he's the the one who made all things is what we're going to read today nothing was made without him okay uh do i really believe that today so uh he made my life and so the, the same one who's going to die on the cross near the end of the story, who's going to rise from the grave, everything was made through him, including me. He made me on purpose. Uh, it also says in our scripture today that his life is the light of men and his light shines in the world and the darkness is not overcome. Am I, okay, that's who he is. He's a light that cannot be overcome by any darkness. He can't, his light is greater. Am I, am I really believing that in my life or am I picking up a political lens that says this candidate is the worst and the world will fail if, if this candidate wins? And a lot of people are doing that with both sides, right? And, yeah. But the scripture says, you know, there's darkness in the world. Jesus doesn't deny this. In this world, you will have troubles. But he says, uh, my light will not be overcome. So we need to focus on, on his light. And I just want to go with that as introduction here uh i want to read one through five even though my sermon this week is just going to be three through five one through five is really a section uh a pericope is the fun word right uh 
So John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Amen. You know, it, uh, it's a straightforward section in a way, but it's really deep. Like, I think we could think about these statements, these words for the rest of our, our life here on earth. And we, we keep, you know, discovering new things about God. But uh, obviously, John is wanting us to know that this, this character he's writing about, Jesus, is not just a man, but the word of God, the Lagos, the son of God. And was involved in creation. He's he is God, and that that through him everything was made, and that includes our life. And um, he's the one that gives us our life. Uh, that that's a simple point here. Uh, life is from God. Uh, you didn't do anything to deserve your life, Tim, and I didn't do anything to deserve mine. And and yet I can walk around this life feeling pretty dang entitled but every you know what i mean everything i have is gift yeah I, I i might fool myself in thinking i earned this life or something or i have a right to to certain things but yeah but i have i yeah yeah that's a great battle in culture i think between uh our faith and our culture is the that view of life like that it's that it's mine uh and that, it is what it is because of me versus it is what it is because of God's goodness and his grace. And I think that's something we come up against every yeah. day, probably in some way. Yeah. And it's a human problem. It's like, are we, do we define ourselves like little, little gods and we're in control or the other view, the gift view is actually God gave us life and we are stewards yeah. of all these good gifts that God has given us. And I think that steward role that, that man, I didn't bring myself into this world. I didn't do anything before I existed to deserve to exist. God just wanted me to exist. I'm one of those things that was made by him. It says not, you know, there was nothing made that wasn't made by him. Right. So yeah. I'm one of those things. And so are you. And so I need to just cherish that. And so it, but I need to remember that that needs to be one of the lenses that I look through is just that life is gift or we would say grace. And if I do that, I tend to see life as more sacred. If I don't, when I don't do that, I tend to be that little despot, that little Lord that wants to be in control. And let's say I'm in a line, which, you know, when I'm having a bad day and I'm in a line, I'm in a terrible mood because, because I'm a little despot who thinks I hate waiting lines. This is stupid that I'm wasting my time. And again, everything's about me, my time, my efficiency, what I want rather than, wow, you know, I'm here. Isn't it amazing that God invented lines? Isn't it amazing that people respect each other and that there's order in this world? I don't, I don't have to exist in the first place. And God wanted me to exist. You know, one lens is very different from the other, the selfish lens, as opposed to the stewardship lens and and so it all gets back to who we think god is do we think god just 
set things in motion and made a bunch of us accidents and we just have to fend for ourselves and our lives aren't gifts. They're not important to him. You know, God is not a relational God or God doesn't exist. Those are other kinds of lenses we could choose to pick up. But the, the gospel of John lens is saying, no, God is involved in creation. It's personal for him. He made you on purpose. He wants to be your life and your light. And you need to, you need to see life as a gift from him. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot here about who God is, but if we, if we really appreciate what it's saying about God, it, it, it tells us stuff about ourselves. Um, so that's one of the points I'm going to be hammering when we see who God is, it tells us who we are in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, doesn't have anything to do with John, but this morning I opened my email, uh, and which is a dangerous thing sometimes. Sometimes, some days, really. You're a councilman, too, so really. You never know what's going to be in there. And uh, one of the things. Council person, sorry. Right, right, right. One of the things that caught my attention was an email from the Bible Project that they had released Mm. a video. And so I opened it up and watched it while I was uh, getting ready this morning. And it was all about um, God being uh, compassionate. It's about the character of God and God being compassionate. And uh, he describes himself as a God of compassion. And uh, if we're made in his image, then this idea that we should reflect compassion too. And that's, that idea has kind of been with me all day, you know, as I've been walking through uh, my day here. And that kind of reminds me of what you've been talking about a little bit about making sure that you're you've got the right lens on as you're looking at, at life. And so I'm looking at life, trying to see God's compassion. And then also, am I being the reflection of that compassion in my world today? And we mm-hmm. do that same thing with the scripture as we come to John's gospel. Like who is this God that we serve uh, and that we worship and, and, and how, how do I view the world and my place in it through through the lens of scripture and what it has me to what it would have me do. And, and I just love that idea. And you, you've talked about it too before as like um, starting your day in scripture and kind of getting dressed for the day and making sure you're, um, uh, you know, ready and prepared uh, for what comes ahead. But I like the idea that you've, you've talked about with the, with these glasses or lenses that you put on and that it really changes the way you look at the world if you if if I come at the scripture and I see uh, I see this um, one God is life um, God is light and that light shines in the darkness and darkness doesn't overcome it then that gives me that gives me a real hope for my mm-hmm. day and I can walk in that hope instead of walking in fear and frustration and anger at all the things that I might have if I can come back to that and say but I read in scripture this morning that God is light and that that darkness can't overcome that. And so um, I think that's helpful to us as we, as we walk through our Christian journey, uh, wherever that will take us, that we, that we start in the word, you know, and, and kind of keep coming back to that. Um, I think yeah. I there a little bit, so I apologize for that. No, it was good. It was good. And, you know, I guess, I guess the lens emphasis for me is, you know, it's all about, thinking about what are we looking at? What are we latching our eyes to? And I know a lot of people latch their eyes to screens. We're using screens right now to do Zoom. 
and all kinds of things can show up on those screens, right? Whether it's advertisements we don't want to see or websites full of difficult news or emails. You, you, you read a good email that led you to a good thing, but you can maybe get a discouraging email, right? Um, and so there, there are difficult things that we might see, some we can't avoid because they come crashing into our life. But I think what this scripture is saying is remember that there's a there's the light that shines in the darkness and also remember that the darkness cannot overcome that light and the darkness another translation has the darkness doesn't understand that light because it's a richer word in the greek it so it gets translated differently but this idea that darkness and life obviously we know like a, a candle is different than the darkness in a room and when you light that candle it changes the darkness even though they're there are two different things, right? Um, and, and, and the candle or the light bulb affects the rest of the room. And so we might read that difficult email, we might read that difficult news story, but if we remember that God is not, God's not going to get knocked off his track, right? He's the same yesterday, today, forever. He loves me today, whatever bad news I got. He, he has the kingdom of God is expanding in this world and he will one day return no matter what news story I read today. You know, so if we remember the truth of his light, his eternity, yeah. his love for us, then whatever darkness we're encountering, we will put it in proper perspective. Doesn't mean we dismiss it. It's not saying dismiss people's grief or pain. In fact, be compassionate as you got a good lesson in this morning but remember that his light is is greater um <clears throat> just a really encouraging message uh for us um and i think i'm really glad that our local church wherever you're watching this i know <clears throat> the funny thing with our local church right now like other local churches is we have our our own local people base and now we have some people elsewhere that are kind of really connected to us watch our podcasts or connect to our services so you know sometimes we talk about just garfield and palouse but uh you know if you're connecting with us from other places that's really interesting in this time i don't know why i brought that up uh i brought it up to say that wherever you are uh this, this is true about god right uh, and it doesn't matter where you're at it doesn't matter uh why did I start talking about that? Maybe just because it's really interesting to me. Yeah, it is interesting. We, we, we can see a little bit of that. We don't know everybody that watches the services or anything, but we do know uh, that we're, we're reaching people, not just locally, but a little beyond that. And for friends and family in other states sometimes as well. So, um, Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Cool. Anything like else we should say? I don't know. Or should we just leave it at that? Hey, people I, I'll just plug in. for our Bible. Oh. Huh? People better tune in say, on Sunday or whenever, and and uh, I can sense some excitement in, yeah. about this message. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'll admit, Tim. I'm excited to preach uh, the Gospel of John. Uh, I I will just give a plug for our Bible studies. There's multiple ones. We mostly meet on Zoom have uh leadership of the church we've been taking some steps and so we have um, 
an in-person socially distant option. We're looking at maybe some other options in the coming weeks. So keep your ears open for that, but study the word of God, get into it. You know, um, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling like everything looks dark, that's maybe a signal that you need to pick up the light of God's word yeah. and, and spend some time in remembering who he is. So you can look through that lens. Doesn't mean all the darkness will evaporate, but you'll, you'll see things differently when you see things in the light of who God is. That's all right. Okay. Were we anything else, bud? No, I think we put a pin in it there. Gosh, that's good. All right. This okay. is the sermon you preached today. So second sermon. Yeah. <laughs> what was the first one? When Wah Ming had to sit through it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor, good old Wah Ming, man. He uh he's our what do we call him? Our worship and arts. Worship arts and tech assistant. Worship arts and tech assistant. Worship arts. Guru should be WADA. Is that an acronym? WADA? WADA? Worship arts tech assistant. Um Anyway, uh, yeah, he, we, just so people out there know, we talked through the sermon with uh, Waming, who, who then, after I record the sermon for video, he, he does a lot of the video editing. So it's kind of becoming part of my process to talk it through, talk about photos we could use, or how we want the graphics to come up, and, and then he gets a sense of it. Then we actually preach it, and then he actually edits it, and then it uploads and all the other stuff it's uh yeah which is something we will do now forever probably huh probably forever is a long time, a long time. <laughs> i mean even after we have live services again we will probably just so folks know offer a recorded uh, edited um, posted online service for those who are not able to attend in person um, and for those uh, who live at a distance that that want to be connected with us for whatever reason, if there uh, were an internet miracle of some sort, we wouldn't have to do that. But uh, but there hasn't been an internet miracle yet yeah. for us. So. You mean by internet miracle? So people understand what you mean. Um, you mean that we would have good internet, good enough internet in Palouse to yeah. stream it live? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just don't have that. I. I we don't need i don't need to we don't need to rant about that here but live live streaming is not my favorite you already know that yeah, so yeah. <laughs> well we better uh, wrap things up so all right tim cool thank you all for listening and watching listening and watching this has been tim and Corey coming to you from our zoom studios here in the rolling hills of Palouse, washington and we hope you have a blessed day bye everyone